Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about the Reboot Week with the help of special guest Dave Domenichini of DR Domenichini Construction in Morgan Hill, California. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Fowler, and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. One of the best things about my job as it exists right now is that I get to travel around the country and meet a lot of different people. And uh, they're all different. They all face life in a little different way. And certainly as I meet business owners, there's always something new to learn. And so I talk to people about ideas. I talk to people about what's going on. And I talk to people about how they're solving problems more than anything else. And almost every innovation that happens in our industry, as well as the world in general, is the result of looking for either a better way to do something, you know, the better mousetrap, or to solve a problem. So, for example, when I was a production manager, I wanted to have my field staff work four days a week, and then I would get one day in the office to catch up on stuff. You know, a day when nobody was calling from the field, asking a question, just time to do my paperwork. Getting this working on the business and not in the business really dialed in. And then I noticed too that when I got out of production management and became a consultant, I finally had time to do some things like put together a human resource system and checklists and some videos and things that I had wanted to do for years but just didn't have the time to do. And so I love the idea that we're going to be talking about today as a way to help a company work on its systems and work on training and a number of other things that we'll be talking about. So at the Remodelers Advantage Summit uh, in September, I met Dave and we I don't even know how we got to talking about it, but we were talking about it and he kind of threw this idea out about a reboot that he does every year for his team where he shuts the business down and then they work on stuff. So. You know, me being me, I got really intrigued by it. And I said, hey, how about a podcast? So <laughs> we've got Dave uh, with us today. But first, Steve, you ever think about doing something like this? Just shutting down for a week and saying, man, I'm going to fix all these problems I have. Well, I always I truly always wanted to. It always <laughs> seemed like, you know, there was something I said, if I could just have a week to implement this or a week to clean this thing up, you know, it just seemed like you needed that time to catch up and I actually got to uh, meet and talk with Dave a few months ago for the first time and it was right on the eve of this reboot and uh, I was so intrigued by it that I ran right over to Victoria's office and told her about it right afterwards (laughs) I think it's just amazing so I think we'll get right into it Dave Domenichini is the owner of DR Domenichini Construction based in the Silicon Valley area He founded the company in 2004 with one employee and slowly built it to what it is today. They currently have 12 employees, seven in the field, and five salaried or management employees. In the beginning, he wore many hats and had many job titles, but as the company grew, he was able to hire people to help them with 
with these positions so he could focus on the other business development tasks. Dave has a passion for identifying a client's wants and needs and working with them to find a solution and ultimately help their vision come to fruition. Welcome to the show, Dave. Hey, guys. Um, I'm honored to be invited to participate. Thank you. So, Dave, let's just jump right into it. I guess maybe uh, Steve and I have already used this term reboot, um, and I believe that's the term that you use. What, is it, what does it look like for your company? I, I think this is probably one of the most intriguing things we've talked about on the podcast, and other people may not even know what we're talking about. So what's it look like? Sure. Well, every, every year, the first week of August, we, we shut down all field operations so that uh, the management can focus 100% on new ideas. Um, all of our customers are notified well in advance, so there's um, there's not typically a problem with that. They know no construction is going to be going on for that entire week. The field employees they know a year in advance that they they've got uh, a full year to prepare for their vacations. We've got seven field employees. Um, this reboot week allows our entire management team. Um, again, there's six of us. If I don't count myself, there's five, and we meet daily for the entire week. You know, we review the past year's sort of ups and downs. Um, we create new policies and procedures, um, you know, all in an effort to kind of continue to improve and grow. It's, I kind of look at it as the old expression, you can't see the forest through the trees because we get so busy and focused on the day-to-day stuff and we don't have time for kind of forward thinking. Uh, sometimes I think it's just best to kind of you know, sit back and reset um, or what we call reboot. So does this uh, act, does this involve your field staff other than not being on the job site? Are they involved in the reboot in any way? You know, the only way they're really involved is, um, so I create the agenda. Um, I start throughout the year, I gather, I take notes. Ooh, this would be a good topic. This would be a good topic. Um, so six weeks in advance of me actually having the reboot week, I start to prepare for it. I start to create an agenda calendar. Um, the only thing they really do to prepare one is they know that they've got no jobs are going to schedule for that entire week. And they always come to me uh, a lot of times, Hey, you know, we've got this one job and it's, it's just a subcontractor and he's just going to be doing training. You know, can we do that? But I know inevitably we're going to get a phone call, you know, something about the still plate location or something that's going to interrupt the meeting. So it's a pretty, I'm not very negotiable on that. No, we can't do that. So they know that they're going to block that entire week out. They know to set their away messages on their email, their cell phone, you know, I'm going to be, um, and we tell people what we're doing for that week. Um, you know, I'm not available during working hours. The only other thing that they do is they, um, they, they prepare. So the Friday before our reboot week, um, we know our employees, you know, they, they might be a little disappointed that they're going to have that entire week off without pay, right? Our field employees. So my management team puts together a barbecue. So that Friday before, it's kind of our way to launch the field employees into hopefully having a positive attitude. We do a barbecue, um, and I, I have no idea what they plan. They just say, hey, what's the budget? I say, here's the budget. And last year, we did a Jeopardy game show. And um, so it's kind of fun for me not knowing what's going on just to kind of walk into this uh, Friday barbecue. So, um, and again, that's, and we give away prizes, and it it's hopefully puts a positive feel to the employees. I say hopefully. They all seem to have a good idea. Uh, I'm sorry, a good time. 
So what is a what might be a good example of a system or something that you guys have put into place that, you know, through doing this uh, reboot week and what is the impact then, I guess, on the production staff? Uh, that's my main area of, of the world is the production end. So I'm kind of interested how they react when a system has been in, put into place through this uh, reboot week. Well, that was, I guess, a two-part question. The, the first part would be, you know, I think, you know, what good comes from it or, or what do we look for maybe as a win, right? We, so we yes. call it, uh, it's a great question because um, this wouldn't be worth doing if nothing good came from it, right? So sure. we always look for a win and we usually call that our golden nugget. So every year going in, we know that we're going to be looking for our, our golden nugget. What's this year's golden nugget? So we've been doing this for, for three years, just finished our third year. As Steve said, he and I communicated just prior to our, um, our I guess, our third annual reboot week. And um, we, 2016 golden nugget is an example, was our, our daily email update. You know, we're pretty darn good at communicating with customers, but uh, we thought we could get a little better. So each of my project managers and, you know, really kind of there's, I guess we have, you know, three project managers, uh, each of them sends an email out at the end of every day, usually between four 30 and five 30 to the customer, you know, it'll be project update Smith and it'll, you know, October 29th, 2018. And there'll be four little orange kind of bullet points in there. Orange, that's our company color, right? So it's project update, my homework, your homework, change orders. And we end up sending an email out. Uh, it might say uh, project update. Um, hey, day two, uh, demolition went great. We started rough electrical. Tomorrow we start rough plumbing. Your homework, um, please let me know the ETA in the sink. My homework um, might be, I don't know, reach out to the, or introduce you to our window treatment company as per our conversation today. And then change orders, none. Or maybe during demolition, we filled out the subfloor and there's some water damage and, you know, change order, you know, replace 16 square feet of subfloor timing materials. So right. that was a product or a problem that we identified during that reboot week that even though we're pretty good at communicating, can we get better? Yes, we can. So that was, you know, that was our 2016 golden nugget. Uh, last year's uh, golden nugget, actually 2017, we realized that my project manager said, said, Hey, you know what? I think a second set of eyes on the job would be great. Sometimes they miss things, you know? And so, and at the same time, I was feeling a little bit, um, I don't want to say inadequate, but feeling a little bit uncomfortable with the fact that at any given time we have, you know, seven, eight, nine jobs going on. And I, I don't make it to all the jobs. I don't go on site as much as I like to. So uh, we decided that um, we would have um, Dave's stop in Friday. So every Friday I stop in all the jobs and I take okay. that entire day. In theory, I'm not 100% successful, I try, right. but right. I take that entire day and I stop by all the jobs. And that's really been great because A, the customers get to see that I'm involved. B, I feel more adequate because I get to kind of check in on things. And I often pick up things or report back when I hop on my truck and go to my next site. A, you know, Mr. Project Manager, I noticed that the, uh, you know, the cut in box or light fixture was four inches lower than the plan show. So when we put the mirror in, there won't be any room for the backsplash. Let's right. catch us before we start drywalling. Always a peeve of mine. We find out after we drywall, then we got, you know, your, your $15 mistake becomes a $400 mistake. <laughs> so, so those this, golden nuggets are what we're looking for. So the, um, the golden nugget about the daily updates, that's an interesting thing because that's something you guys are deciding to do. How did your team react to that when you said, hey, we got one more thing for you to do, the project managers? 
You know, I'm so fortunate. I, I've got the best team on the planet Earth, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of companies think that. Um, maybe a lot of companies wish they did, but I truly do. And this was a you know, we have these um, these reboot week. You know, I go around the room and you know we vote, and it'll be three to two, or, or you know, we we I take customer, I take sorry employee input, and this is an idea they're fully on board. You know, the downside, they're salaried employees, right? They're doing this at 445, 5 o'clock at night. So, yeah, they're going a little bit beyond time. But what really cemented that it was a great idea is, you know, we survey all of our customers. And at the end, inevitably, just about every single one, the, the thing that they talk about most, that they rave about most is that they get these daily updates. They know exactly their responsibilities, quote, unquote, their homework. You know our our DRD responsibilities, as we call it, which is our homework. Um, so you know they'll say, I don't, I don't know if I'd be using names of my employees, but they'll say, you know, I'm going to say they'll say, hey Scott, I love the fact that Scott sent me these daily updates, that type of thing. So right. it's been great, and that reinforces positive reinforcement. They love it. I don't think if I told them that we're going to stop doing that, they would all be disappointed. <laughs> so I guess one of the questions that I have is like. How how in the world did you ever get going on this idea? I mean, what what was it that prompted you to say, "Wow, we're just going to shut down for a week and bring in uh, the the administrative team, uh, the leadership team there, and, and and reboot every week"? What what got you going on this? You know, it wasn't one any one particular thing. It's you know, you you said it working on the business versus working in the business. We. And, and I'm kind of a car guy, so I look at it as traction, you know, and that's a term that's bantered. It, when we're sitting there and we're just spinning our wheels sometimes and, and not getting traction, the way to get traction is to kind of let off the throttle a little bit, right? So that's essentially what we're doing. We take that week off. We're okay. Now we can we can let off the throttle, get some traction, don't have the distractions of the day-to-day stuff, Um is you know it's fun. there's there's a problem what's the solution this is a solution and we're able to come up with a lot of solutions when i say the golden nugget there's many things throughout that week that we get but we pick you know right. we narrow down to our top two or three and we pick the, the golden nugget but yeah it's just a, it came from uh what's the problem the problem is not having enough time to create new procedures new policies um throughout the year we're constantly jotting down ideas and i put in a little folder and we're able to know take those ideas and make something from it so give me a give me an example of how this thing uh runs now i just want to make your project managers are in there with you yeah so essentially and and we we wear sort of different hats i've got one person all project manager one person project manager estimator another one project manager a little bit designer so really essentially all six of us are project managers to some extent okay um so, and uh, let me rephrase that. Not true. Five of us are project managers and, and my one is my business development manager who doesn't do any project management, but she does all of our marketing business development, but okay, she's important so, to have there as well. Okay. So what does this meeting look like? Is, do, do you chair the meeting or do everybody come bringing their, their specialty, their expertise to the, the meeting and kind of their, um, I don't know, pet pet project, I guess, is really not the right way to say it, but it, uh, is, is that kind of the way, how, how does this work mechanically? Sure. Well, I, I, it's kind of 
the previous, I chaired the meeting. I create the agenda. As I started saying a minute ago, I have a file, I have a folder, and, and I'm still, I'm already creating our, our reboot week of 2019. I put little post-it notes in it, little things I find. And it's not always, you know, what's going wrong, what can we do to improve? Uh, we, um, for example, we survey, as I mentioned, all of our customers. And if there's something that's going right, we need to know that. We need to keep doing that, right? Hey, you guys, this is working. Let's keep doing that. So I take all of those notes and I start creating a, a calendar slash agenda. Um, and as an example, it'll be, oh, I don't know, um, eight o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. So, and I don't share this with them until the day of, I have a full week prepared in advance and it's eight o'clock to four thirty Monday through Friday. And what I, what I didn't mention actually is that I try to keep it light. So I would say right about 50% of this entire week is kind of more geared towards fun and team building. The other 50% is policies and procedures. And it tends to be the first half of the day is more the structure is more, or oh, maybe eight o'clock in the morning might be, um, let's talk about um, our, our scheduling accuracy, right? We create critical class schedules. If we figure drywall is gonna take three days and it takes four, we are in trouble. Um, you know, to bump the entire rest of the schedule, that's just horrific. We don't want to do that. Conversely, if we're consistently getting something done in two days and we figured three and we got a guy sitting at home not paying his mortgage, that's not right. We got to come up. So we, you know, that might be eight o'clock to nine o'clock, right? Maybe nine to nine thirty is, oh, we're going to come up with a, or one of the things we did is our job completion binder that we give to the customer. It's our orange binder. It has all of their specs, all of the plans, the color of the paint, you know, how often three years later does somebody need to do a touch-up paint and they don't know what they have? So that's like a little parting gift. Uh, maybe uh, 10 to 11.30, ways to improve social media. Then at lunchtime, we'd break 11.30 to 1 o'clock. So this is kind of how the day would go. And 11.30 to 1 o'clock, there's five of them. I let each one pick where they want to have lunch that day, and we go out to lunch. And then the second half of the day um, is kind of interesting because I'll have four of the five We'll have a homework assignment where I ask, hey, can you guys all work on this together as a team? And then I pull myself out and I grab an employee. I call it punishment day. And um, I hang out with that employee on a one-to-one -one basis. And we go do something that they, you know, I try to custom tailor the day for that particular person. Um, you know, one of one of my project managers is a car guy, right? So, I took, so he and I hang out for three hours, go to a car museum. Another one is a history buff and, you know, we do a historical landmark, that type of thing. So does that answer your question is kind of what that week looks like? Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So if I was one of your employees, you'd take me fishing. There it is. There it is. <laughs> three hours though, a three hour fishing trip. So, and then in, in addition, there's one day that we take of, of the entire week and it's probably two thirds of that day. It's a little more than 50%. And usually we'll do lunch at maybe Benihana's or something. I don't know if it's a teppanyaki uh, cooking, you know, where they sit and Benihana's is a place yeah. out here. It's probably not nationwide, but you know, they, they cook the Japanese food in front of you and it's sure. just a lot of fun. And so we do that. And then I do a kind of a, um, a surprise and that's they know something's happening because uh, we do it every year, but we do uh, what I call a field trip. The first year we did a treasure hunt in San Francisco and it's, it can, I try to get something that's team building, you know, we're all, somebody automatically becomes a leader, you know, and, um, it's just, it's kind of fun. Next year I did an escape room. You know, a lot of people are doing these escape rooms. And this last year we did a, 
it was sort of a, an outdoor game show. We divided into two teams of three uh, little competitions. And when you win that little competition, you get a bicycle part. And at the end of the competition, we built two bicycles that we donated to charity. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. So Dave, you mentioned taking one of the employees for one of the days and you, you hang out with them and you mentioned homework. My question is the implementation, once you get the gold nugget or one of the things you will put in place, uh, is there then, you know, steps to complete that or to put that piece into the company? What's the execution look like after the week? Right, right. And, and that's exactly it, after the week, right? So at the end of the week, we, we have our kind of our, our recap of the reboot. And then the following week is when we start, okay, this is what we got from it. And what we really need to get a little better at, and we're good at following up the following week, but I think I need to get a little bit better. Again, this is our third year, right? So it's evolving. I can tell you, I plan on doing this forever. So when we're celebrating our 10th annual, there will be things that we will have approved along the way. But um, the, the, the theory is, and we're semi-successful, I think we need to get better at it, that we each have kind of, hey, hey you know, hey, Jessica, we really want to start our, um, you know, our job preparation binder and, you know, your project coordinator. So these are the systems and this is the order that we want to do it from, you know, from the job handover, you know, the, the job handover to the project manager with the customer, then what's the next step, right? So. Um, we, we do have uh, a follow-up the following week, but I think we need to get a little better at that. So this sounds absolutely incredible, but my next question is any problems come out of this, any setbacks, any thing that has been like a little glitch and that you've said, Ooh, we're not going to do that again or, or something like that. You know, not really. We, we tried in advance to anticipate any problems, you know, when it came up with this idea um, and, you know, come up with, you know, be proactive and coming up with solutions ahead of time. Uh, to me, there were only three kind of really potential downsides. You know, one is is field employees, you know, maybe being upset that they don't have, you know, that they they got, a, you know, a week of unpaid time, but it doesn't seem to be a problem. You know, if you think about August, right, they've been working their tails off. It's, it's hot outside. <laughs> You know, um, and especially, you know, I, I think we do a good job of our culture in general is, is a fun place to work. So okay. um, that little barbecue, you know, on that Friday before, I think sets them in a good mood. So that really hasn't been much, much of a problem. The second would be would be clients. Um, and, you know, it's all about, you know, communication. And when we schedule the client's jobs, we let them know, you know, right up front that we have our annual reboot week and, you know, we give them two options. You know, for example, if, if we're doing a six-week kitchen remodel, um, we would tell them, hey, we can start your kitchen mid-July, and we would not be there during that that third week of the project because that's the first week of August. So your six-week project will really take seven weeks in that case. But if you prefer, we can start the second week of August, and we can work uninterrupted for the entire six weeks. Um, and some don't mind the one-week break. Um, some, some prefer us to start after the reboot. You know, it's really their choice. It's never really right. been... An issue. In fact, if anything, it's kind of had the opposite effect. I think clients are very appreciative of the fact that we're striving to consistently improve. So, and then I guess the final. Oh, I'm sorry. You, no, I, go, I ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I mentioned there were three setbacks. So those would be yep. two. The the third one, I guess, potentially could be the cost. You know, the financial cost of doing this reboot week, in, in terms of both time, you know, and and let's face it, when you lose a week of production, right? I mean, we've got the loss of an entire week of sales production. We've got six salaries that I'm paying to be at these meetings. 
with no you know money coming in essentially we've got you know cost of our friday all team barbecue we've got the cost of all the lunches the offside retreat um you know and when i started this whole thing i asked myself you know how can i afford to shut down for an entire week in order to just to fine-tune our business but after years of doing this i i, I think the question probably would be more accurate if i said how can i afford not to do it i mean we get so much out of it so as we wind up here dave um, what would you tell a business owner or maybe even a production manager that's, that's listening to this that goes like, wow, this is a great idea. What would you tell them in terms of like maybe one, two, three or whatever of how, how to get started on something like this? Right, right. Well, sort of just do it. I mean, it's, it's a scary thought, right? You're shutting yeah. down, you know, it, you brought up all the questions. The customers are going to be mad. You know, the employees are going to be mad. I'm, I'm here to tell you, if, if you communicate in advance, it's really not the case. And if you get over, you know, we get some sometimes hyper-focused on what's in front of us. And I think I intentionally maybe don't do the calculations of what it costs financially to do this because <laughs> maybe it would, it would be, you know, maybe it would bother me, but there are some things I mean, in a way, Reboot Week is, is a lot like a marketing, a good marketing program that the return on the investment isn't always 100% clear. Um, but for us, Reboot Week has undoubtedly been a major step in helping us grow and become more profitable. That's fantastic. I really appreciate your being on with us, Dave. I think this is such a cool idea. Yeah, Dave. Great. We, thank you. It's, yeah, we really yes. want to thank you for being on the show today, and we wish you continued success. And I look forward to having you back in the future. Sounds great. I love your guys' podcast, and I'm, again, honored to be part of it. Great. Thanks so much. All right. So, Tim, another great show. What do you think of the Reboot Week? Well, again, very, very fascinating, and it's kind of amazing to me what people think up and then execute and then the great uh, benefits that come from it. I think the ma one of the major concepts for me was just the idea of letting off the throttle a little bit mm -hmm. so that you can – actually get control of the vehicle, in this case, the company. Uh, I like that vision, that view of it. I like that analogy, and it, it helps me kind of put it in perspective um, as well. I, I really like the idea that it's kind of, uh, you know, 80% business, but a lot of fun thrown in there, just the term a punishment time that you have, you, know, you have to spend the afternoon with Dave doing something mm -hmm. is the punishment for working there. Uh, is it, I love that concept. And, and then the idea of just uh, using it as a team building uh, environment for the company is as well as solving some problems and, and seeing some solutions. Yeah. I mean, there's so much gratitude on Dave's end and I think that just adds to that, really fantastic culture that he has in his company. And he also said, you know, the forest through the trees. And that's, to me, that was always, you know, if I could just have this time, you know, if I, if I, if everything would just stop for a second, you know, if I could call time out and put some of these things in place, you know, it would make a huge difference. And it looks like it, it actually does for them. So I think one of the things that did come up that I, didn't ask directly because I wasn't sure if I should, but there's definitely a cost to this. And yes. uh, as he stated, you know, he hasn't really figured out in detail what it is. And it's almost uh, unimportant to him in the fact that it's such a valuable thing that no matter what it's costing, it's obviously not putting him in bankruptcy. So it's not 
you know, a major business problem, but it's, it's whatever it's costing him, he sees a great value uh, to that. And so he's going to keep doing it. Yeah, there's hopefully an ROI to all the investments you're doing in your business. So once again, we would like to thank Dave Domenichini for joining us today. And we would like to thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. And remember, we're helping the bottom line through production training. This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com slash consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.